come on, yeah, come on, it's like that, it's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennetts, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is... The lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing Shore of God's Love According to the Word of God. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. And yep, you guessed it. We're going to talk about God's love. Aren't you excited about how much God loves you? Don't you want to know more about the love God has for you? I know I do. So let's look at this biblically, both as a world definition and also as a biblical definition. Interesting enough, the world does have a definition on God's love. Here we go. God's love is self-sacrificing. Generous, extravagant, lavish, costly, limitless, boundless, measureless, and unconditional. That's God's love according to the world. It can also be coined this way, and it could mean a play on words. It can mean either love for God or love by God. So is it God's love or is it God's love he's giving or is it God's love you owe him? Interesting ponder, ain't it? Here we go. Let's look at this biblically. Romans 5 and 8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Let me start with a question. Why did Christ die for us? Why? That's a hard pill to swallow. The fact that God sent his son to die for us while we were yet sinners is a hard thing to even think about. It didn't say He died for good people, okay people, excellent people, smart people, church-going people, Bible-reading people, or people trying to live right. He died for us while we were yet sinners. God's love was deep for us that he sacrificed a piece of himself for us. Think about that. Imagine that. Telling your loved ones that they must die because of your love for a group of people that you don't know, that according to the way they're living, they deserve to go to hell, people that have cursed your name and very existence and can care less about what you're doing for them or even if you do it. My young loyal listeners, there's no hesitation in God when he made this decision. He didn't second guess himself. He knew to save us, he had to give up his son. John 1 John 1, 4, 7 through 8. Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. No, no, and no. I think I've said this before. I'm not asking you to die for anyone today. Or any day for that matter. What I'm asking today is is to show God's love to someone other than yourself. Yes, I'm aware that that could be a very, very tall order or ask for any or many of you. I can talk about how we love ourselves all day long, but it's really not the point here. 
Just think if God loved himself more than he loved us, where would we be or go when this life was over? I know the answer. This life is or was over or has been over since the day you were born a sinner. I hope that is not a news flash for anyone. The only way to live the life God would love you to live would be to confess his son, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. All I'm asking is for you to give what God gave you, which was mad love. Give it away. If God can love a sinner like us with all of our problems and issues, then you and I can certainly love someone that we feel isn't deserving of our time, energy, let alone our love. Ponder. Think about it. Sleep on it, dream on it, and come to a conclusion on it about how undeserving you are and have been through the years. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back to continue this subject. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break, and I hope you pondered God's love. Because we're going to look at some practical ways to define God's love so we can be sure of God's love and how to give it away. I'm going to start off this segment with the bang, right out the gate. Even if you spent your whole young life playing the part of Jonah by running from God or doing things you regret or maybe not regret, he still loved you and wants to have a relationship with you. I have found six things about God's love that I hope will better explain God's position on his love for you. Let's look at number one. God's love is incredible. It's infinite and unfailing. What does this mean? That means God's love is perfect and it's one to model on how to love. We shouldn't love people then take it away. God loved us unconditionally and it's forever. You are secure in your relationship with God because nothing can separate you from the love of God. See, that's why his love is so incredible. Yes, it's incredible. Let's look at number two. God's love for you is personal. Yes, he loves you on a one-on-one basis just like he loves the next person. So you don't have to feel like you have to share God because God is always there to respond to you. And because your love is personal, this is what this means. God calls you his child. He doesn't, he doesn't use that loosely. You are a child of God. So therefore, he loves you, just like every other parent does. God loves you so much that he sacrificed his son for you. That's how, I know you it, that's how you know it was personal, that he gave a piece of himself to save you. Think of how many friends that would give a piece of them to save you. Well, yeah, you may have some friends that would donate a liver, a kidney, or, or something of that magnitude. But He sent his son to die for you. How personal could that be? Number three, God loves you just as you are. You don't have to change for God. He loves you just as you are. Straight hair, bush, no hair, tall, short, wide, skinny, funny, not funny, smart, not smart. God loves you. Yes, just as you are. God loved you enough to die for you when you were still rebelling against him. See, That's just as you are. He didn't wait for you to get better. He did it even when you were rebelling. Here's the good news about God loving you just as you are. You can never earn or deserve the love God offers you. He gives it to you freely. Because if you had to earn God's love because of who he is, oh my God, where would we be? Yeah, we talked about that already. Number four, God loves helps you to grow and improve. Yes, love should always be an encourager for you. It should always push you to good. God loves allow you to change and grow into the person he wants you to be. See, if you accept God's love and you thrive on it, you can be more like God. He wants you to be more like him. He wants you to share that love that he's given you. And because he wants you to grow and improve, 
God disciplines you to help you learn because he loves you, just like your parents discipline you when you do something wrong. See, that is in order to keep you growing in the right way and in the right manner, okay? Number five, when things are difficult, cling to God's love because he cares about you. Think about that. God loves you so much. So cling to his love because it's those people who love you that will bring you through those difficult times and situations. God said he will never leave nor forsake you. God cares when you are suffering because he loves you. God cares about that. So talk to him about it when you're not feeling good, when you're, when you're down, when, you, when things just ain't going your way. Talk to God about it because God has a plan for your life. Even when things seem hopeless, you can hope in God because he loves you. Yes, when things are difficult, you can rest assured your hope in God will always get you through. Number six, God's love for you should inspire you to love others. Yes, we talked about that. You must give God's love away. Okay, it's not just for you to keep, it's for you to share. Jesus' love is an example of what it means to sacrifice and serve others out of love. See, Jesus died also because he loved us. Because God loved us, he showed his love also that God had in him by dying for us. And because God loves us so much, his love should overflow from us to others. God has so much love in you that it shouldn't be, it should be so much that you can't contain it, that people should see it. It should be contagious. Yes. People should see the love of God all over you and spewing it out of you. Here's a next step or steps that you can take though. Check this out. Don't keep the love of God to yourself. Allow him to use you to show his love to others. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We were chatting about 1 John 4, verses 7 and 8, which reads, Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God because God is love. After I read the scripture, one asked, Miss Pam, I have met some people that are really mean. Does that mean that they don't know God? I explained that no, that doesn't mean that they don't know God. Maybe God hasn't touched their hearts yet. There could be a million reasons why people are mean, and it's not up to us to judge them, but to pray for them. As Christians, it is our responsibility to be God's love here on earth, to show love to others. Do we have to shout it from the rooftop? Do we have to stand in front of the class or the church and proclaim that we love everyone? No, of course not. But what we do need to do is live a life of love. Knowing God makes it easier to love. Just because another person doesn't express their love outwardly doesn't mean that they don't know God. Those mean people that you encountered may have just been having a bad day. One said, but every day? Well, I had to laugh at that. <laughs> and I told them, just pray for that person and be nice to them even when they are not nice to you. Maybe they'll begin to notice that regardless of how they treat you, there is something special about you that doesn't push them away. Or maybe one day they'll ask, why are you so nice to me? Or why do you take time to talk to me? And that will be your time to be God's witness and tell them about his love. We have to understand that everyone has their own path that they take in life and no two paths are the same. So the way that we love won't be the same. You may show your love by being a good listener to your friends or by giving gifts, whether by crafts or purchasing them unexpectedly, by giving hugs and kisses to your parents just because, or sitting and listening to your grandparents reminisce about the good old days. There is no right way or wrong way to show God's love, especially when it comes from a pure heart. 
Oh, and as always, don't forget we feature some of your comments or respond to your questions on the fourth or fifth week of each month. So drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at pntpodcast2020 at gmail.com. In summary, the importance of being sure of God's love. The beauty of God's love is that he offers it freely to us. He wants to have a loving relationship with us forever. The Bible is full of references to God's love. I'm going to give you some Bible passages on this very theme. As you read these scriptures, think about how they inspire you in your relationship with God. Then let the love of God inspire you to act. There are many ways to do this. The verses are just some of my suggestions of what God does for us that you can do too. To reflect on more of what the Bible teaches you about God's love, here are some verses of scripture for you. 1 Corinthians 13, Psalm 107, Romans 8, 15 through 39, John 15, 1 through 17, and 1 John 4, 7 through 21. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production editing techniques since used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.